Hey, hockey fans. Welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, here as always with co-host Jesse Lucier and head honcho, Mr. Paul McLean. We got Jesse way over in Singapore battling the heat. Jess, how are you, buddy? Barely hanging in there, boys. But you know what? I'm doing a lot better than you guys in Hong Kong, aren't I? Yeah, you know, well, man, hey, you I'm, gotta- I'm here. I'm at home at the moment. I got two cats next to me. I can't, I can't Actually, complain, but this, this is a pretty good. Can't life. complain on that, Paul. You look pretty no. comfy over there, bud. Pretty comfy, pretty comfy. End of the studio today. First time recording one of these things outside of the studio. I think. I don't mm. know. Maybe. I've, it's been a long time we've been doing these shows. Boys, I got to say, I miss the studio. I miss being in Sunset Studio with you guys, chopping hey. it up. Yeah. Eating KFC. Oh, man. Only you hey, you're not supposed to say that on the air. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, organic <laughs> salad. Yeah. Oh yes, quinoa. You know, yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you can't be telling our secrets, Jess. Yeah, pizza, KFC. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. The chicken yeah. wings. So, Polly, be careful with your camera. You don't have pants on. Remember? Oh well, hey, that's all right. <laughs> Too early in the week for that, boys. Still has a bit of on on the weekend. Luckily, hey. I'm not. Go- Luckily, I'm not going commando. I got to shout you guys out before we start. I got to give you guys a shout out. Uh, last week, I, I know we're a week behind the recording. I had to drop off mid recording last time. I feel bad. Feel bad for our listeners. Um, obviously, everyone knows it's been a crazy week. Um, so bear with us uh, to you guys. Thank you guys for being, um, you know, making this work. And uh, sorry for that. But uh, let's bring, uh, like I said, let's bring some light to the, the world where we can and talk yeah. about some sports here and you know, give some, some people some distractions where we can. What do you say, fellas? Well, I say speaking no of distractions, Jess. this has nothing to do yeah, with oh what's going on in the world right now. But who was the first Russian-born player to be drafted number one by an NHL team? Who's first Russian-born player to be drafted by number one or drafted number one by I think I know this one. I think I know this one. Okay, you want to go first, Jess? I think it was Alexander McGillney by the <gasps> Buffalo Sabres. Ooh. I thought it was I'm going Fedorov. Okay. Fedorov is a good uh better. McGilney does not sound Russian at all. Um <laughs> but <laughs> both wrong, baby. Both Damn wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kovalchuk. Oh, Kovalchuk. Oh, I know. But, but Sergei Fedorov, he did win the heart trophy one time for Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Thanks, Paul. Prior to Sergei Fedorov, who was the first, or sorry, who was the last Red Wing to win the Hart Trophy? So prior, the last prior to win the Hart Trophy before that, Fedorov. For our fans. Prior that means, to Fedorov. That means before Fedorov. I know there's a couple of people that'll listen that'll be like prior. I'm not really sure what that means. But <laughs> arm prior. Show prior, arm prior. prior. The pride of Fred Federov, mm. who was the last Red Wing to win the Hart Trophy. Damn. The Dominator. No, that's after. Oh, He's after, that after? He won back to back Hart Trophies, didn't he? Yeah, but he was yeah. he was uh ni- late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Jess, think, bud. You can do this, baby. You can do it. Would it have been? Stevie Y. Oh, very good guess. Very good guess. Hurry up. Chris is looking it up on his phone. I am not. Okay, okay. Brett Hull? Brett, I Brett Hull? I don't oh. know. Brett Hull played with the <laughs> no, Detroit I already, Red. I already said my guess. I already said my guess. Oh, I thought it okay. might have been the Dominator. Both guesses. I do like the Stevie Y one. Both, unfortunately, are wrong <laughs> and wrong. Um, <laughs> this is a surprise, but not really because he's a legend. Gordie Howe. Should have known. Gordie that was Howe. the last one. That's the last Red oh Wing. Oh, my God. Those Red Wings teams, man. Nobody. Crazy. Oh, man. And just going across I the just... bridge. Going across the bridge. We're going to go over to Canada for the last question. I mean, I, I was surprised Gordie Howe, too. Well, I'm going to cut that short. Um, <laughs> we're going up to Canada. And I'm going to ask, who was the first player in NHL history to lead three different Canadian NHL teams in scoring? This is kind of a tough one. Oh, wow. 
Good question. Led three different Canadian teams. All yep. three teams were Canadian teams. All three teams were from Canada. Oh. Doug Gilmore. Ooh. Leafs, Calgary, Habs. Okay. Can't be mm. right. Didn't get enough of a reaction. <laughs> Jeff and Not enough of a reaction from Polly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I <laughs> Oh my God. I can't even think of a guess. Yeah. I don't want to be. Uh, um, I could. I have give no a idea. I could give a hint. Yeah, give us a. I'm definitely wrong. It might be a. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're wrong, I've already answered. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, okay, it would be unfair for me because the only hint I can kind of think of is this: this, this guy's name rhymes with something. But it's a oh, French. Okay. It's a French word, and just nothing <laughs> against you, buddy. But I'm not gonna. I, I don't know. Chris says he knows a lot of French, so yeah. So maybe it's How about Mac. Yeah, well, Chris says that. he knows a lot of French. <laughs> I like that. He does. Chris <laughs> says he knows a lot of French. Uh, do you want uh, the, un- the unfair hint? I mean, it's unfair. I think. Give him. Get, he needs an answer. Like he needs. To I have no idea. This season, it, his name kind of rhymes with the french word for grapefruit oh benny Domfus. yes i'm not rhymes gonna take that. Moose. i'm not gonna take that answer though that is the <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i didn't even know he played for multiple canadian teams montreal oh, toronto my, and edmonton did you know that's my favorite word paul really Pomplamous is my favorite word one of mine as well i love it boys yeah. i'm one in 30 at the i'm I, one in 30 with a hint i got, no, I got sorry, I two and 30 with a hint that was a layup that well, was a layup. It was. two and 30 with a hint just to twist your brain did you ever think like that was grapefruit right why the hell do they call yeah. it grapefruit when we already have a fruit which is called a grape oh boys we're going down a dark hole here dark hole here youtube we got to get it yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, congrats, buddy. You're on the board. You're finally on the board. On the board. <laughs> hey, um, no, I'm I'm two and tw- I'm two and thirty with a hint. With a hint, it was a pretty good hint as well. Pretty easy. They don't ask yeah, how, yeah. right? They don't ask how. They don't ask That's how. right, buddy. No, 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 no pictures on the scorecard, Jess. <laughs> All right, let's kick this sucker off. Uh, let's All right, let's go, boys. Tonight's first period brought to you by the China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels. From the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Idol League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues, which include the SCIHL, for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of Warrior and Power equipment. For more information about their programs, check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, folks, time to kick off tonight's episode with our Big Bite of the Week. As always, brought to you by our friends at the Big Bite Restaurant in Hong Kong. Folks, if you haven't been down to the Big Bite, it's time. They've got the best poutines, the best Canadian steaks. They've got Canadian sirloin burgers. Uh, they've got the best back bacon on a burger you can get in the city. I've also got wing night, folks. Paulie, how much are the wings on wing night? Do you have? <sighs> yeah, not a clue, man. Not a clue. Uh, $3 for a wing? $3 wings, baby. It was? $3 oh, wings. Yes. Might have been a while, but I still check, remember. Check it. You can find them on on Instagram or on Facebook at the Big Bite HK. So our Big Bite of the Week, folks, it's a little bit of an old story, but we can't move on in the podcast without talking about Captain Canada and Team 
Team Canada in the, in the Olympics, uh, led by Mary Philippe Poulin. This women's team was just unbelievable. Uh, it was such a fun team to watch. Um, they went on an incredible run during the Olympics. And of course, won a game against the U.S. 3-2 in the finals. Uh, Jess, a storybook ending to, uh, to actually a, a pretty good women's competition and a very entertaining Olympics. Yeah, no, you said it. I mean, we've been talking about We've been talking about the women's game now, I think, for a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of episodes yeah. in a row. Um, but, you know, I, I, as much as we like to say that the, the the rest of the kind of league is catching up, which I think they are making ground. When I man, think about this Canada-U.S. rivalry. So since it's 1998, insane. there's been uh, what? So there's 98 and uh, what was that? Nagano, 2002, Salt Lake City, 6, Italy, 2010, Vancouver. Well, man, four, yeah, 14, 14, Russia, 18, 18 was what? South Korea. Yeah. yeah. And 19. So what is that? That's uh, counted up seven Olympics. Yeah. And all the world championships, all the summit series they have. This might be the greatest rivalry in sports, like across the board. It's, a, it's up there, man. That's, a you know, great like these like two that. teams, man, these players, they hate each other. If you caught that intro going into the game, I mean, like, man, check your pulse. If you weren't fired up watching that. And, uh, um, oh, yeah. you know, it's good to see the, the, uh, Canadian women back on top. How about this for a stat boys? They've only lost to the, to the U S women in the Olympic final twice. <laughs> so the U S have only won Olympic gold two times since 98. I thought it was a lot more even, but Canada back on top. Back on top, man. And there was some really crazy stories. It was really fun to watch, uh, you know, the rise of some of the young players. They had a, such a balanced team. And and I always thought Canada had this high end, but they always had high end depth. So they always had like a solid, you know, four line team. But they finally have a couple of real snipers like Sarah Philly was unbelievable. Yeah. And of course, uh, Sarah Nurse was unstoppable, oh. like setting a record, like passing Haley Wickenheiser, the great Haley Wickenheiser. Yeah. So, I mean, there was just so many really cool stories. And uh, yeah, we had some representation from the Maritimes as well, Polly. And uh, of course, like, how can oh, you man. not cheer for this for this woman? She's just ab- just an absolute icon in she the sport is of hockey. Unbelievable. So. They had a great goaltender. But yeah, the captain, man, Captain Canada, this woman, man, she is ice cold, like big games, big goals, like, man, good for her, good for the team. You know, the coach of that team is the, is the women's coach at Dal, happy for him. You know, I I didn't know this at the time, but uh, when I was playing for the Mooseheads, our team doctor, Dr. Tina Atkinson, um, awesome lady. She was the team therapist and uh, doctor for, in um during the olympics so she has a gold medal so congratulations to dr atkinson um yeah just a just a you know obviously a whole team effort uh there was almost no doubt you know like watching this team early on man like you said depth exciting man they could score um no you said it man well done i know it's a bit old but yeah good to see i know i had to we're such a bust (laughs) i know i'm glad you mentioned troy ryan as well i mean just uh Fantastic guy. He's been around the game of hockey a long time. I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting him a few times and spending a bit mm. of time with him and mm. seeing him behind that bench. He's just that same calm, cool guy. He always is behind the bench. And uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, to Team Canada's women. And, and, you know, congratulations to the Americans too, because they were a lot of fun to watch throughout the entire tournament. So they always are, high, yeah. high flying teams and a lot of heart and, you know, it's just a tremendous, tremendous uh, rivalry, as you mentioned. Jess, what do you got up for us next? Yeah, so moving on, we got our Psalm Sleeper of the week, boys. And I'm gonna go a little off script here. Oh, and this week, Paul, you're gonna like this one. I this am. week's Psalm Sleeper is Chris Ivany. <laughs> Chris Ivany is my sleeper, and I'll tell you why. Uh oh, we'll get oh. into this a bit later, but at the beginning of the season, Chris Ivany was high, high, high on the New York Islanders. And he remains high on this New York Islanders hockey club. And I'm calling it now. He's asleep <laughs> at the wheel watching this team. Chris Ivany supporting the Islanders is my Psalm sleeper, boys. 
So it's home sleep. Um, it's been our sponsor for all season. You guys know it by now. Uh, it's a, it's like a Red Bull for sleep. You drink Mm -hmm. this thing 30 minutes before sleep, you're going to sleep longer and better throughout the night, especially if you're in your, when you're in Hong Kong, there's not a lot to do overnight right now. So you drink one of these things, you sleep through this time and hopefully wake up the next morning and, uh, you know, this thing will be behind you guys. So check them out, get som.com, uh, 10% off. If you use discount code ATP 10, check them out. So let me, let me throw some stats on you guys here. All right. Are you still going to whale on the Islanders here? Oh yeah. Okay. Let me show some stats to you guys. So last year, right. Don't forget this team. They went to the conference final last year. They were very close. Just got edged out by Tampa Bay in the conference final. And Tampa Bay went and mobbed the Canadians in the final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, a like just, just um, hammered them. This team was 32, 17, and four. Remember, there was 56 games last year, right? What was interesting, though, is they only had two and a half, 2.7 goals a game, uh, four, and 2.2 against. No surprise there. Barry Trotz, very defensive minded coach. Um, but so far this year, boys. This team is 20, 21, and seven. Say what you want. They got a tough division, sure. But talk about a turnaround on this team. So last year, you know, they didn't give up a lot. Their goaltenders, both of them. So Varlamov played lion's shares of games. That was a record of 19, 11, and four with the 929 save percentage. Get this, boys, seven shutouts. Sorokin, yeah. who's now taken the mantle this year, 13, six, and three, three shutouts. And here's where I think the problem is. The first one, for sure. Uh, uh, sorry, boys, I had that backwards. Wait a sec. Let me make sure. Oh, That's yeah, right. no, I'm right. I'm right, boys. So this year, Sorokin has taken the lion's share of games. He's got a record of uh, 17, 11, and 7. With a 923 save percentage, it's actually not bad, boys. Barlamov mm-hmm. has, has played the backup role. He's 3, 10, and 1. So, yeah. Here's where I think the problem is. Actually, you know what, Ivany? I'm going to open the floor to you, buddy, because, I, I mean, you are the sleeper here. Let's see if you can wake up. What do, what do you think the problem is with this team? What, what is it about them? What, why are they struggling? Paulie, chime in if you want, man. What is it? Tough division. Hit me, boys. This is your yeah, chance. Well, Ivany, save yourself. Go, I'll let Paulie. Paulie, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll clean up this mess. Uh, I'm just more blown away that this is the first time we've ever had an actual Psalm sleeper on the show. Like, this is amazing. I've never <laughs> met one of the Psalm sleepers. Hey, yeah. um, Record this, is, this is, this is great. I'll, I'll let Chris take it from here though. Yeah, boys. <laughs> look, I, I said it right from the beginning. They got off to the worst possible start possible. It was a contractor issue. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get their arena done in time. They're on the road for 13 straight games. They got behind the eight ball and then they're chasing. And then they're not a team that can chase wins. They like you said, it just they're a team that scratched and clawed for everything they got last year. Like a t- they're th- what it was a 37 wins. I guarantee you they were like they were hard fought wins. They didn't come easy to the mm-hmm. Islanders, nothing did. And in a short season, I think they were able to, you know, sustain that defensive minded play, you know, that blocking shots, uh, sacrificing, doing all the things that it takes to win two, one and three, two games. So to do that throughout a whole other season, and especially after you get off to such a bad start, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's time I can, I can, you know, officially maybe pull the plug on my, <laughs> my thoughts about the Islanders making the playoffs. And, and here's the other thing, Jess, we never, we never talked about the Pittsburgh Penguins enough. I mean, we did for a couple yeah. of weeks there, but the Pittsburgh Penguins in the division, about, they've been an absolute terror. And you got Carolina, who's in first place right now in the entire NHL. Um, they're just, they're not winning games in the, within their division. They're they're It's really tough for them to yeah. find wins right now. Yeah. I mean, this Metro, this Metro division has been tough now for a few years, but here's the other thing that, that, uh, you know, I don't know if people are talking about enough, the offense on this team, even though it wasn't really a big factor last year, they've went completely stone cold this year. So Matt Barzell last year had 45 yeah. points in 55 games, you know, almost 20 goals. You know, that guy was just dominant every time I was on the ice. He had 14 points in the playoffs in 19 days. I mean, this guy is there supposed to be their offensive dynamo, where the big drop-off has been Josh Bailey. So both these guys this year, yeah. Matt Barzell, he's still having a pretty good season, 45 games, 37 points. But again, when you're the guy, you need to be the guy. 
you know, you look at any team across the NHL, your number one guy, you know, Matthews, for example, I mean, I love talking about the Leafs, but you take any team, you know, Kaprizov, Minnesota, you know, that's, he would probably be the best comparable to this guy. He's lighting a lamp. And right now their top guys in New York are just simply not getting the job done. I think a bright spot no. has been Noah Dobson um, yep. kind of coming up and, and, and really finding his, his stride. But I mean, you know, Talk about a drop-off from Josh Bailey, 20 points in 41 games. It's just not good enough. Zach Parise, I mean, I don't think he was coming in to be a big point guy. Um, but, you know, sitting at, at, at an even, I think he's doing his job. But, man, what a big drop-off. And this, and the the last thing I'll talk about on this, probably could have been the better Psalm sleeper, aside from you, Chris Avney, <laughs> is Anthony Beauvillier. And here's an yeah. interesting story to me. This guy, to me, is one of like the most underrated players in the NHL that's like in that kind of second line, third line kind of tier. But when he's playing, when he's playing in, in New York, he's barely getting any ice time. He's not playing a ton. He doesn't look happy to me every now and then when I watch him, he's up and down on the fourth and third line. You know, this is a, a unique story that I think New York's going to have to kind of take care of quickly or he'll be another guy who's like uh, Jake DeBrusque, who, who who's going to be asking out, and that'd be a big loss for them. So, I mean, you know, I know you're high on these guys, and you know what? Yeah. I don't think it's a fluke that these guys have been in the conference final last couple of years, but, man, what a disappointing season so far. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you're, you can't – there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's been disappointing. Um, you know, the loss uh, – Ryan Pulak's only played 24 games. Like you said, is a minus nine on the season. Um they, you know, when, when Parise joined that team uh, and, you know, JG Pajot was fly, like clip, he was going at a good clip at the time. They were just flying on all cylinders and, and yeah, just, they haven't been able to pull it together. So yeah, pretty disappointing, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my Psalm sleeper. You for picking these guys. I'm glad you finally have uh, woken up and said that, uh, you know, the playoffs might be out of reach, but <laughs> time to wake it's up Islanders. Yeah, it's looking that way. All right, let's move on. We've got our Yardley Brothers Spill of the Week brought to you by our friends at Yardley Brothers. Check out their website, Yardley Brothers HK. Um, these guys got tremendous craft beers, a uh, company that started locally in Hong Kong. They've even got a new poly. This is pretty exciting news. We haven't talked about this on the podcast. The Yardley Brothers are opening a pub in Central. So yeah. they're going to have their own. Yeah, so they're going to have their own little pub in Central. Um, and so, yeah, that's exciting news. So check out YardleyBrothers.hk. All right, folks, the spill of the week this week, my beloved Montreal Canadiens. Oh, here we go. I mean, Big surprise, Polly. I don't know if they I did not. I don't know do if it. they got the memo. I don't know if they got the memo or what Marty St. Louis got them drinking in those water bottles, boys, but they just rang off five in a row. Like what and <laughs> what are they thinking? I mean, the hottest team in the NHL right now, and they should be tanking. What is going on in Montreal, Jess? I mean, look, when when Marty St. Louis came in, and you guys know how high I am on Dom Ducharme, so it's a bit bittersweet to me. Um yeah. But, you know, it, when Marty St. Louis he had this great interview when he first came on, I think he was talking about Caulfield. Maybe he was talking about the team in general. He came in and he said, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of, of structure and, and playing within a system. But at the end of the day, I, you got to let these guys play the game. And at, at certain points, you need them to be creative and, and to kind of think and, um, you know, don't be afraid to, to make plays within a system. And, and who knows, man, maybe he came in and, Obviously, he's a big personality. Like this guy brings a, you know, he's a superstar, former Hart Trophy winner. He's done it all in the NHL, you know. Mm -hmm. He comes in there and maybe he just kind of makes the game fun again for these guys. It's probably a really tough time in Montreal to start the year. Obviously, as bad as they've been, you know, walking down the street must have been tough. And I, I bet you this guy came in and just kind of reinvigorated them with, in both in terms of the passion of the game and then just being kind of a, you know, focus on an offensive, you know, creativity, but I mean, you know, it's bound to happen. You know, this team has been so bad, you know, it's statistically it's just bound to happen. They were going to finally win some they're, games. They're bound I mean, to ring off five in a row. Teams are coming in there playing their seventh lines when, when they're going to play them right now, but no, yeah, I mean, it's good to a lot, see. They get a lot of the backup goalies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good to see for, for St. Louis starting out. I mean, you know, this guy's, you know, if he ran for mayor of Montreal, he'd probably win right now. 
Um, but I still think a lot of work to do. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the new kind of administration up there does with new GM, new president. Now you got the new coach. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see the moves they're going to make and the trade deadlines coming up, but no, I, I'll, I'll buy it. It's good to see great way to start, but yeah, I think they yeah, gotta we win got to win the rest of the games of the year. If they have a sniff at playoffs. <laughs> oh no, there's no sniff at playoffs. I mean, let's, let's be honest, but I mean, they should, they got to, I love seeing St. Louis and Le Cavalier back together. The future, mm. there could be a future there, but I mean, guys, come on, it's tank time. It's time to get the highest draft draft pick possible. Uh, bring up the farm team. Uh, trade like four big pieces right now and just rebuild properly. Like we're not going to be mad at you, Marty. We don't care if you lose the rest of the games. We'll give you time. Your job is safe. Yeah, yeah, but that this doesn't strike me as him. That just no. does not strike me as saying. No, I know. My, I'm already saying we got like. I mean, come on, this guy's like you said, an absolute legend, and God love him for getting some fire under these guys because they 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 look like they're having fun again anyway. Yeah. What do you I'm, think, Polly? You're pretty, pretty quiet. Sure, I'm pretty sure they just heard the last time we had our conversation. And I said my hot take was they're finishing last in the league, and they're just trying to prove me wrong. Like the they're angry. abs, they are. Uh, so, yeah. if anything, people should be thanking me for these wins. If you really enjoy these wins, unlike <laughs> right. some people, unlike some people I know that really just want the team to tank this year. But yeah. Yeah. shut her down, boys. Shut yeah. her down. Shut her down. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. You're right, Paul. All right, it's Jess. all you, man. You're right. Tommy. Tommy. Thanks, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Way to go, Paul. Paul. Sorry. 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 Sorry for ruining. Jesse, why don't you why don't you bring home the first period for us? Yeah. All right. So like I said, a lot of things going on in the world right now that don't make us feel so good, but we're going to, uh, we're going to switch it up by bringing in the found feel good story of the week found is Hong Kong's first CBD concept store and cafe guys out boys. These guys have been in Vogue Tatler. They've been on CNN, the Washington Post, Bloomberg, you name it. They've been on it. These are products that have been used um, by everybody, especially our co-host Chris Ivany, we're still waiting to uh, also get a taste. Me and uh, Polly to uh, get some of our sponsors samples here. Share, doesn't share any of this, but so. uh, you guys got to check them out if you haven't yet. I mean, everyone's talking about CBD. You got to check it out. Uh, you can look at them up at found.hk or look them up on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> and boys, you check them out. ATP ten, you get ten percent off. I, I so, see, uh, oh, Ivan, he got the roll on it right there. I, I don't know. If oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, if that's yeah. a fan roll on it. or could be his preparation H, could be one or the other. But I mean, <laughs> well, oh, my hemorrhoids are back. <laughs> Weather's been cold, Polly. The weather's been cold. <laughs> been wondering what you guys have been doing during these lockdowns. Oh, now <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> so, right, boys, just make us feel better. Make right, us feel better. Found feel, feel good story, fellas. The Hamburglar. And I'm not talking about hamburgers you can get at the Big Bite, boys. I'm talking about Andrew Hammond. Let me bring you back. Let me bring you back to 2014-2015. The Ottawa Senators are just having an abysmal year. It, uh, it It's a ha- another lockout. I think that was the lockout season where they only played half the year. They start the year. They're, they're, they're bottoming out. That's when they fired... Um, Paul McLean, and then they brought in their other coach. I can't remember who it is. Halfway through the season, um, their goalie at the time, Craig Anderson, uh, I think his wife was was sick, so he had to step away from the team. And he was their guy, right? And, and Robin Leonard was the backup, but I think they traded him. So they had nobody. In comes little-known Andrew Hammond, who at that point had played exactly one game in the NHL. This guy goes on a run of all runs, gets his famous nickname in Ottawa. He goes 21 and two to close out the year, gets the team into the playoffs. They end up losing in the first round, gets him into the playoffs and just becomes, uh, you know, a, a legend in Ottawa. Um, and, you, and they used to throw burgers at him all the time when, when, you know, he was winning next year, he only played 24 games again, didn't have as great of a run. Uh, and then since 2016, he played six more games in Ottawa and then did not, he only played one more game until last week, 2022, 
First He's start. back. He's back. back. In the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens where they're just letting anybody play. Oh, baby, bring on the hamburger. <laughs> this guy comes in, boys, goes 2-0, two, two unbelievable games. In two games, uh, what, what, uh, shot, uh, how many shots did he have? 50, so 56 saves in his two games, boys. Two wins, 144 goals against. And a save yeah, percentage baby. of nine forty. Keep going, Jess. Don't stop. Twice. The second game he played was against his former Ottawa Senators. And how about this to make you feel good? When he wins the game, what does Ottawa Senator fans do? They start throwing burgers on the ice yeah. to honor that. Yeah, burglar. Game, you know, way boom, back boom. in 2015, boys. What a story. What a story. What a, what a, what a, what a story. story. Hockey, hockey fans don't forget. I mean, this guy went on an absolute terror of a streak uh, that people in Ottawa will always remember. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Can, and I mean, to go that long without playing the NHL and come back for the lowly Habs, you got Marty St. Louis screaming at you from the bench. Like what better situation is this for Andrew Hammond right now? Yeah, definitely. Definitely a feel good story. Thanks, Jess. Yep. Nicely done. Paul, do you man. feel better? Paul, do you feel better? Feel much better? I always feel better after listening to Jesse's stories. That well, you're going to feel you're going to feel a lot better when we get to the second and third period tonight and talk about our predictions for the beginning of the year. Okay. So let's get right to that. Tonight's yep. second period. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. When we're not talking about hockey on Across the Pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at TheRealAHG or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in AHG20OFF. Tell them across the pond sent ya. All right, Jess. So tonight we're 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 uh, we're at way past the midway point now. We're almost ten games past the midway point of the season, and it's time to look back at our our predictions from the beginning of the year. So what we're going to do tonight, folks, and uh, you know, it's a little difficult if you're not following along. So if you do have the standings in front of you, that might help you follow along this discussion here for a few minutes. But Jess, we're going to start off with the Western Conference. Yeah. Uh, in the Western in the Western Conference, uh, in the beginning of the season. I gave my predictions for the Central, uh, one to eight, and you did the same in the Pacific. So what we're going to do is we're just going to quickly run through our predictions, see where we're at, and then at the end we're going to we're going to see if we're going to if there's anyone else going to sneak into the playoffs as we take a look at the player playoff picture right now. How's that sound, Jess? Sounds good to me, boys. Let's see how just right, how right. wrong we were. Let's see how wrong you were in the Pacific. Let's kick things off with the Pacific Division. Uh, I'll read off the current standings, and then Jess, you go from there. All right, buddy. Mm. So mm. The, in the, the current the current standings in the Pacific, we got Calgary, Los Angeles, Vegas, Edmonton, Anaheim, Vancouver, San Jose, Seattle. Take it over, Jess. Okay, so going back to the beginning of the season, here's who I had. I had first in the division and I had them actually running away with it was the Vegas golden Knights. Uh, second, I had the Oilers. Um, third was Calgary and then LA Vancouver. And then to go out the bottom, I had San Jose, Anaheim, and then Seattle. Now I really liked Vegas coming into the year. Still do just say that. I still do. Yep. I wanted to see, and our big question mark, both of us agreed on this. Our big question mark was going to be goaltending. And it exactly. seems to continue to be a big question mark. It is. Yeah. I really like that they picked up Nolan Patrick. He hasn't performed the way I thought he was going to. Um, but boys, Jack Eichel is back. And he, who saw that coming at the beginning of the year? Mm. So I'm still a believer in this team. I, I think they're struggling a little bit more than I would have expected. Um, but again, this division's pretty tight, boys. So it'll shake out. Edmonton, man, I didn't think that this was going to be the year that they had fired their coaching staff. I actually really liked their offseason. And if you go back to our listeners, I talked up their decor. I thought their decor was finally addressed, but 
doesn't seem like it was. So I was wrong on that. Um, I, I did predict that uh, McDavid uh, was going to move away from just, you know, focusing on points. It looked like he was going to kind of do a more well-rounded, more determined game. It looks like that's the point. I mean, I think he's still leading leading points, but um, everyone picked that. <laughs> but boys, where I was wrong, where I was majorly wrong, I still had Calgary third, but I told, I said, and you can quote me, it's time to blow this team up. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah. They did the opposite. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It. Yeah. They, they are yeah. been red hot, man. Nine and one in their last 10. This team is rolling. Just fresh off a 10-game winning streak before dropping one to Vancouver. I love the mm-hmm. Toffoli trade. Man, watch out for this team. And, and uh, this is it, though. You know, like I think Gaudreau's a free agent. I, I don't know how many years Toffoli has left. Uh, uh, signed, I mean, Monaghan, I think, is coming up. This might be the year for them. But I think the biggest surprise in the whole division, you know, is the LA Kings, boys. Who saw this coming? 100%, dude. Yeah. I mean, um, first of all, so right now, out of the three guaranteed playoff spots, the top three are guaranteed a playoff spot. Right now, you got one of the three. You got the Calgary Flames in the top. Or sorry, you got the you had the Vegas Golden Knights and the Calgary Flames. Yeah. So you got two, two out of the top, two out of the top three, Jess. So that's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, and you also had the LA Kings in fourth. Yeah. And that's that's a pretty good prediction, pretty bold prediction. So that there would have been in a wild card uh mm-hmm. position, probably in your prediction. So but the Los Angeles Kings eight one and one in their last 10. I mean, um, where did this team come from? And how in the heck are they in second place right now in the division? Yeah, I mean, no, you said it. It, it seems like the kids are starting to come along. Um, you know, I, I think Quentin Byfield is still isn't exactly the player that that I think we thought he was going to be yet. Yeah. Um, but it, he's coming around. I think he's only played 13 games. But Kopitar, man, he's found his speed again. He's got 50 points this year. Adrian Kempe mm-hmm. is playing unbelievable. This guy's so really fast. And, and I remember at the beginning of the season, you were really high on the trade for Victor Arvidsson, and he's just continued yeah. to do what he always does: score goals. Score. Goals, I was hot. Yeah. I was hyping up Drew Doughty, saying he was going to have this Olympic kind of chip on his shoulder. He's yeah, been, yeah that's a, true. He's missed a pile of games. Uh, he's only played thirty-four games, but he's got thirty points, so he's having a career year again. But man, Phil the no, Phil the no, man, what a uh, game you know, changer! If, if Montreal fans don't realize the kind of player this guy was there, I mean, only keep looking at. Uh, you know, this guy just adds such a dynamic second line center. He's got 15 goals. Um, and then, you know, some of these other guys, man, took huge steps ahead. Uh, I follow Trevor Moore. I mean, Dustin Brown's still getting it done. Um, yeah. And again, just watch out for these kids, man. Like Quentin Byfield, watch out for him to start getting rolling. Uh, Sean Dursey's yeah. another defenseman I really like. Kaliev, who can really score and, and shoot a puck, man. Watch. Wait, if these guys can pick it up, man, you know. And it's scary that Jonathan quick keeps rocking. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, it's It's a scary team and they're, they're plus 13. And like, that's not a huge margin. If you look at other teams that are second place in their division, they're plus 30 and plus 35. I mean, it doesn't look great on paper, but they're keep finding ways to win. And um, yeah. So the LA Kings look out for them. So you got two of the top three in the playoffs, Jess. Um, Pretty good. Um, The, What's your biggest disappointment that what's the biggest thing that you think you missed? Uh, I would, I would say, I mean, so I have Vancouver in fifth. Uh, yeah. Again, just another disappointing year. I mean, they fired their coach. I do like Bujo, man. They've really made some ground actually since they brought him on. Um, but I, I picked San Jose, Anaheim and crack into round at the bottom. So I think I, we did talk about the Ducks saying if those kids can kind of find their game, which I think they have. Um, you know, this, this team might be able to sneak into that spot, that, that second wild card spot, but Mm -hmm. you know, I think just Vancouver, I think it has still been disappointing to me. Um, and then, I mean, no surprise with the Kraken and then, you know, the sharks, I think we both said it, that this team's window is closed and, uh, yeah, you know, so, but yeah, I think the Kings and how well they've been doing is probably the biggest surprise, but with that being said, boys, the top four, I got the top four, right. Just, you know, mix and match the board a little bit. Yeah, not bad, Jess. Not bad. First season podcast host gets the top four. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the Central Division. Uh, Current standings in the Central. We've got Colorado, St. Louis, Minnesota, Nashville, Dallas, Winnipeg, Chicago, 
Arizona. So I took on the Central Division with my predictions, and I had the following. I had Colorado Avalanche first, Winnipeg second, St. Louis third, Dallas fourth, Minnesota fifth, Chicago sixth, Nashville seventh, and Arizona eight. So, Jess, I got two of the top three, the two of the playoff teams in my top three. Uh, the team, obviously, I was wrong on the Nashville Predators right now, which we're going to yeah. talk about in a moment. Um, the Winnipeg Jets, I think, my biggest disappointment so far. Um, this is a team that, you know, just for some reason or another, they just seem like they just can't get it all together at the same time. And I know they haven't. They're not great defensively right now. They they lack a little bit of depth on the back end. Um, they're a team that's minus seven Jess with one of the best goalies in the world. So uh, a little disappointed in the Jets. Uh, other than that, other than that, I did not see the Nashville Predators being where they're at right now. Uh, and Minnesota, obviously, um, I had them in fifth, like fighting for a uh, a playoff spot with Dallas. So pretty close, but uh, you know. Predictions for me are, are, aren't my aren't my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but, mean, hey, I don't think we, you're we, alone. I don't think you're alone in Nashville, man. It's what a so tough. They've been. So tough. Yeah. yeah, and I was the same with you on the Jets, man. This has been. I, I think I had them in Colorado, kind of running away with it. Um, you know, no surprise, Colorado. I think they Colorado might have got off to a bit of a slow start, but they've been rocking and rolling ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I dis. I remember I disagreed with you on Minnesota. I really like Minnesota, actually. You really were strong on Minnesota. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I remember Paulie likes Chicago. Paulie yeah. really I, was, likes Chicago. I was all about Chicago this year, and uh, we all know what's happening there. <laughs> yeah. So before we I move know. on there, Paulie, what what team in the uh, – we just went through the two divisions in the West. What team are you, are you most disappointed in at this point from the West? From the West? Yeah. Um, yeah. What team are you most dis- most disappointed in right now, team that you thought was going to be up there? Besides Chicago. Uh, besides Chicago, I mean, I don't know. Nashville isn't doing as well as I thought they would be doing. I thought Nashville. Oh, you thought? Like, uh, yeah. You were big uh, on Nashville. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, doesn't feel like uh, they should be riding down and forth with Dallas just on the on their heels kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. I think uh, out, of, out of those, yeah, Nashville. Surprise with St. Louis. St. Louis is doing really well lately. Yeah. Colorado's not not a real big surprise. Minnesota, yeah. I mean, yeah. you get the kid on that team. Oh yeah, Kirill yeah, yeah. Kirill the Thrill is just like yeah he, yeah, he makes that team for me. Um, yeah, but yeah, you, you never know. It, it, look, just like Montreal, they're turning things around. Chicago might turn things around, boys. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got a lot of work. They got a lot of work to do. Flurry might just I mean, tough, all of a sudden tough. it's like shut out, shut out, shut out, shut out. Yeah. Tough way to start a year, man, in the Chicago organization with all that stuff that happened. I mean, it basically just took the bottom out of the entire organization. Yeah. yeah um, but I mean, Ivan, you called this, you called this, man. I think it was, what was it? Maybe two episodes ago now. Nashville was actually sitting on, I think, on top of the division. And you said, yeah. no chance. They're going on top. a slide. They're going to come back down to earth and they and called that. The only thing I got another, so far, but- I got it. I got another bold prediction, Jess. So oh, here just, we go. Uh, before we move on from the Western Conference and end the second period, we'll take a look at the playoffs where they're at right now. So in the two wildcard teams right now, currently, Jess, are Nashville and Dallas. Dallas and Edmonton are tied with 61 points. So wow. but my prediction, my prediction is that Nashville is going to fall down out of a playoff spot. The Edmonton Oilers are going to move up into playoff spot. And the LA Kings are going to end up in the wild card. Ah, oh, so I think I think I think Edmonton passes LA. Okay, and then I think and then I think Nashville falls out of the playoff spot, and the LA Kings is the team that takes their playoffs, their wild card. Interesting. I got another. I got another one for you. Yep. If the LA Kings make the playoffs, I think they're going to have another one of those crazy runs and just be one of those teams Ooh. that goes deep. Just like in that year, I think they, they were the last place team in. And then guys like Kopitar and Brown and these guys and Quick. If these guys make it into the playoffs, I think they're going to have a special run. Wouldn't it be first. interesting to see Sutter, Calgary versus LA? Jeez, imagine. Oh, what the a most matchup. boring that would series be. ever. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Sutter's got those boys scoring a few goals up in Calgary. True, true. All right, so most disappointing team for you, Ivany? What is it? Actually, most surprising team, let's say. What is the most surprising team? I mean, everyone knew the Avalanche, but what's the most surprising team for you this year? It's the it's the LA Kings, hands yeah, down. No um, I did no I did not see them being uh, at this point of the season even close. So I mean, mm. this team is twenty nine and seventeen and seven. So yeah. and they're you know they're, they're finding ways to win all the time. Like I said earlier, eight one and one in their last ten. They're playing a tough division. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's you got to give credit to the LA Kings at this point. I like it. All right. All right, let's move on. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Wheel Hub Asia. Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called Three Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three on three inline hockey league. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to their website at wheelhubasia.com. All right, the third period, Jess, we're going to take a look at our Eastern Conference predictions. Uh, and in the East, I did the Metro and you did the Atlantic. So let's see where we stand in the Atlantic division. I'll read off where we're at now, Jess, and then you take over. Okay. In the Atlantic, we've got Florida, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Boston, Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo, Montreal. What do you got? So everybody knows I've been high on the Florida Panthers, boys, and I was high on them. You're oh, welcome. Yeah. If you were listening early, I gave you the, the, the skinny. Florida, number one, that's who I had. No surprise there. I had them actually ahead of Tampa. I mean. It doesn't look like it's going to last much longer. Tampa Bay's just been rolling and they might catch them. But I had Tampa Bay in number two, the Leafs in third, and the Bruins. So I had four of the top four boys. And the bottom four is where I slid off. I had, uh, I think it was the Sens, Habs, Wings, and uh, Sabes at the bottom. So... I mean, not much to be said, boys. Um, the two Florida teams are just, they almost seem like a class of their own. Although Florida, Florida's kind of struggled the last couple of weeks. They're giving um, up a lot of goals lately. It's a little yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're kind of struggling a little bit since the All-Star break. Um, Tampa Bay is only just getting better and better. Um, you know, the Leafs are the Leafs. You know, I'm ready to be hurt again. But, you know, they've been kind of sliding a little bit. Uh, the Bruins... The Bruins, Paulie, I got to say, when Tuca came back, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. And, and Pasternak was just heating up. Uh, yeah. But Tuca Rask came back. He must have forgot something in his stall. Came back, retired the next day. I know. know. Marshy, six-game suspension. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, Pasternak's kind of been hot and cold a little bit this year in terms of what we <laughs> kind of got used to him. Um, and then uh, kind of the biggest surprise to me, boys, and, 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 you know, I'll probably speak for all of us here. The biggest surprise to me in this division is the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, this team now, I'm liking what I see. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're a couple of days away. First of all, boys, did you see that wild game between the Leafs and oh the Wings? Oh, my gosh. Dude, the, one, of the, one of the craziest periods insane. of hockey I've ever seen. It was like watching pond hockey. There was, yeah. it wasn't a defenseman in sight. It yeah. was unbelievable. It's a, I saw this stat. It's the most goals in any game in the 21st century. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And, big uh, surprise. Seven of them came in. Seven of them came in the third period. Third period. Yeah. I know yeah. it was insane. I started watching the game halfway through. I was flicking back to the stadium series game, which was also highly entertaining. Those, that, yeah. those two went at, at, they went at it on the outdoor rink. Um, but to get back to your question, just the Detroit Red Wings are minus 35, yet they're hovering around 500. Yeah. So they're either getting spanked out of the out of the out of the arena, or they are winning a close game in a comeback. You know, like they've been finding 
sometimes they've been hot and cold all season, but for them to be a 500 with the, in that, in that division, pretty impressive at this point. Oh, totally. Um, and you know, for our listeners out there who might not be overly familiar, the Detroit Red Wings have a couple young players that will be cornerstones on that team and will be NHL superstars. And in, in, if they're not already one mm-hmm. of them is Lucas Raymond, this guy is the full package, man, grit, speed, skill, talent. I really like him. Swedish guy. Um, but, but arguably one of, you know, the most impressive rookies we've seen this year is Marit Sider. I wouldn't be Sider, surprised yeah. if, if you hear his name being called for the Calder at the end of the year, I watched this guy in, um, at the world juniors, I was able to go to Czech Republic and I got to watch a couple of games and I'm not kidding you when he, he's German. So he was playing on this team and he was also with uh, Stutzel in Ottawa that year. He did not get off the ice. Ivan, I don't know if you remember, there was a game, the last game I played in Hong Kong, uh, I actually the whole game. come off the ice once we, I think we only had six players show up, but I don't know who played more that night. Uh, I, if I played more that night or, or cider playing in the world juniors, but man, this guy, he's got the style, he's got the game. He's got kind of the, you know, both ends. He's got some old school physicalness, um, you know, is physicalness even a word, boys? I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is, is what now. this guy it does, man. Tonight. He just makes up words. You know, I'm making yeah. up words for this guy. So yeah. big fan of his. Um, it's good to see Detroit kind of coming back. I mean, no surprise, Stevie Eisen yeah. taking over. Um, and you know, I think the rest of the division, we we talk we talk enough about them. Uh, you know, Montreal kind of who who expected that, but um, you know, on the saves, just kind of doing the save stuff. I'm pretty sure I failed them in the off season. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah. Ottawa still got work to do, but yeah. Top four, no surprise there, boys. What do you think? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, that was a no brainer. Paul, are you surprised that the Bruins are hanging in there right now with the, it's a, with what's it's been going of, on? It's all part of the plan, boys. It's all part of the plan. It's all going to come together. I mean, just resting up for the uh, playoffs. Blow them into a full uh, sense of security, eh? That's that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, not really surprised what's going on. These guys are geniuses we're talking about. So never question a genius. <laughs> never question a genius. Last so. thing I'll say, Ivany. Yeah. Last thing I'll say, and it pains me to say it. If the playoffs started today, the Leafs are playing the Lightning in the first round. Uh, yeah, good luck. And I don't think the Leafs will get out of the first round again this year. I hate what to say a tough it, di- but what a tough dis- what a tough division, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh Polly, before we moved on from the Bruins, we gotta look back at one of your old uh one of your old faves, Mr. Zidane Ochara. Oh, yeah. Passing Chris Chalios, passing Chris Chalios this week for the most games played by a defenseman. How about Mr. Z? That's what happens when you're like 75 years old and on the ice. I mean, you start you start winning these kind of uh, these contests. It's pretty good. Uh, Did he yeah, fight that game too? Did he drop the mitts? More than likely, drop the mitts. Seems like yeah. his way. You know, you, you leave the Bruins and all of a sudden you become a bully. That's all I got to say. Joe Thornton the same. <laughs> Uh, you know, all those guys, <laughs> just like, you know, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to see them in a dark alley anymore before I would have been yeah, like, Oh, yeah. there you go. This is awesome. But now, no. Yeah. Speaking no. of not someone you don't want to see in a dark alley, Marshawn is back. The perfection line is back intact and the Bruins buddy. I mean, don't sleep on the Bruins. They could easily, uh, upset. Oh, totally. Playoffs. Totally. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Metro. Uh, I couldn't have been more wrong with two of my predictions. <laughs> I mean, it's probably Boy, the worst did you blow this one. I've, boy, did I mess this division up. I was high on New Jersey. <laughs> They're doing great. I was high. I was, I, was, I, was, I didn't have New Jersey in the playoffs, but I was high on them. Anyway, let's take a look. Current standings. Carolina, Pittsburgh, yep. Rangers, yep. Caps. Yeah. Columbus, Islanders, Philly, New Jersey. So my predictions, boys, I had the Islanders first, Carolina Close. second, Washington third, the Rangers fourth, then New Jersey, then Pittsburgh, then Philly, then Columbus. So I've got a couple at the top four. I got three at the top four. But the Islanders, I couldn't have been more wrong about. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, who, you know, I really thought they were going to get off to a slow start with the injuries without Malkin and Crosby, and it was going to come back to haunt them. Mm. But boy, was I wrong. That team was, uh, they started the season on a tear. 
and they haven't really slowed down much. They only have 14 losses on the season right now. The Pittsburgh Crazy. Penguins, very surprising to me. Uh, but yeah, couldn't be more wrong about the Islanders. I could go on about that for, for days, but we all know where we stand. New Jersey, I'm actually pretty disappointed in. Uh, this is a team that has, is loaded up with, with some young guns, and they just haven't been able to find a way to get past Philly and Columbus at this point. Uh, I just expected more out of the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Jess, I got one team out of the top three in this division. So uh, what are your thoughts on this? What's going on in the Metro? Yeah, I mean, I, I really am surprised with uh, the Rangers. I got to say, I, I, this is a, a team that I, I've, fun, I've been saying this now for a couple of weeks. Um, I actually fundamentally believe that if, if Capo Caco and Lafreniere can crank it on and become the players that I think we expected them to be, then I think this team can win the Stanley cup this year, yeah. similar to the ducks, how the ducks won. Um, when, when Corey Perry and, and Getzlaff kind of found their stride, um, Carolina is not surprised to me. You guys know this. I've been on them. I think Paul, you even picked them to win the cup. I think uh, I'm, I'm one of them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this team, I've been high on this team for a while now. I was a bit nervous with, uh, you know, with losing, um, you know, Nadelkovich, but uh, not James Reimer, but um, Freddie Anderson's kind of picked up that spot. No He's calls. been unbelievable. They lost Dougie Hamilton, but I actually think uh, I have mixed, I have mixed feelings about Dougie Hamilton. So I think that's actually helped the team, but man, some of these guys on that team, you know, they, they got three games in hand. If they win those three games, man, they're going to be first in the NHL. Rob Brendamore has just got this team rocking and rolling. They can be in so many ways. The Capitals mm-hmm. have, you know, if we did this show two weeks ago, you know, the Capitals were, were right there uh, up at the top, but they've really, they were. they've yep. really stumbled. I think in the last couple of weeks, and you know, who's a team that's picking up that you got to keep your eye on and a player you got to keep your eye on is Patrick Line and the Columbus Blue Jackets, man. This team's been, been humming that guy scoring like an insane clip. He's probably one of the hot, most hot and cool players in the NHL. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think, yeah, I mean, New Jersey, I, I didn't like them at all. I, I certainly didn't think the Islanders were going to be this bad. But a team that just continues to disappoint uh, is the Philadelphia Flyers, man. I mean, look at that goal differential. Like this team just cannot keep the puck out of their net. This team is just, you know, they already moved on with some pieces like Voracek. But I just, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be better. And, and, you know, this team is like only a couple years away from a deep playoff run. And, um, man, that, that is a disappointing team. And it's an organization that looks a bit lost right now, to tell you the truth. Um, so, yeah. Do you, see Coach, do you see Coach Giroux moving on at the deadline there in Philly? Yeah, I think we talked about this last show. I mean, it's going to be his choice. Yeah. But, you know, watch out for a team to pick him up and just add that extra element. I mean, I think I saw a, a story ran that maybe Colorado can make a run for him. But, um, you know, I think he had a great all-star game. And who knows, man? I mean, but if I'm Philly, like, it's now or never get a little bit of value for this guy. And um, I think yeah. he's a UFA at the end of this year. So, you know, it'll be cheap for any team to pick him up. But. I, at the end of the day, I'm sure he's got a no, no move clause, but yeah, what a disappointing year, but this is such a juggernaut of a division. I mean, like every team is so close in terms, like there's no easy game. You know, I hate to say this, but you know, you go to the Atlantic, you know, Detroit's not as easy anymore, but you know, the Sens, man, 19 and 27, the Sabres 16 and 30 Montreal. I mean, we, we all know 13 and 33. I find when you look at the Metro, like every game is just a really tough matchup. Um, but yeah, no, the Penguins, man, rock and roll and hurricanes, uh, no surprise there for me, but yeah, this is always a tough one to pick. This is by e- easily the toughest division to, to try to make some predictions. So, you know, at least you tried, Ivany. I mean, you didn't do I tried. Well. I tried my best. I tried my best. It's like you at well, trivia. But- I mean, you try. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I mean, wait, we haven't really talked enough about the Canes this year, uh, a team yeah. that, you know, they're on a good night they're they're the best team in the nhl and they're so fun to they're so fun to watch like you said they don't give up much 122 goals against this year it's the least amount in the league their decor uh tony d'angelo since he moved over from uh from the rangers like absolute stud and their decor is they are nasty and they got him Uh, for nothing yeah they don't give up 
much in in the D zone, and they they play Rob Brindamore style. Just a scary, scary team. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's move on from my predictions. Uh, any final thoughts, boys? Um, I was just going to mention Corey Perry. You mentioned his name, four hundred goals. Congratulations to the the super past of all pasts, uh, Mr. Corey Perry for four hundred career NHL goals. How about this, boys? Let's do it. Let's do one more prediction. One team from the East. One team from the West halfway through. We're just over halfway through. Now you've got a taste. Paulie, you start us off, man. Who's coming out of the East. Who's coming out of the West. I am going to stick with the old Carolina hurricanes. Yeah. For the East West. Oh, geez. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, the easy one would be Colorado, but I want to get crazy and like touch on what you guys uh, were talking about before. LA Kings. Oh, I've sold them, kid. I've sold both. Wow. Bet the farm, baby. What a hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. Wow. I like it. Yeah. Okay, Ivany, you're up, bud. All right. So, right now, who do I think is going to the finals? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. They're going to have a chance, boys. Patty Maroon might win four cups in a row. Patty Maroon. Be the greatest player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to take a stab at the Calgary Flames. I mean, wow. why not? Daryl Sutter's got them. I don't know what's going on in Calgary, boys, but this team, talk about stingy defensively. Pretty much the same as Carolina, 124 goals against on the season, but they're scoring goals. And Johnny Goodrow, they, they're not playing like Daryl Sutter style. It's weird. They're not giving up much, but they're scoring a, a ton of goals. So I'm going to take a shot in the dark at the Calgary Flames. Mm. Jess, w- what are your thoughts? I mean, boys, I've been saying it all year. I'm riding this team. I'm riding this team right to the end, boys. I've got the Panthers. I'm on them. I'm I'm all in, boys. I'm all in. Florida's going to the cup final. Yeah. And I know it sounds like the easy way out, but I don't think there's a team that's going to touch Colorado, boys, with the way this team's playing. They're big dogs. You're getting Nate into the playoffs, man. Watch out. Kadri, I think the only thing that's going to make me nervous with this team is if Kemper can can kind of keep it up and get them there. Um, but I think Colorado is going to make a big splash at the deadline, get rid of some of their assets that they've have, mm. and I think they're going to bring in a guy like Giroux or a big goaltender. I think they're going to make some moves. So this is it, man. I think this team's going all in. So that's what I got, boys. Florida rematch. Florida versus the Avalanche. Nice one. Nice one. Uh, pretty good predictions there, Jess. I mean, you can't go wrong with Colorado. Um, Polly, to Yo. end the night, before I let you take us home with a story. Well, why um, not? Why not? The trade deadline is coming up March 21st, boys. So I'm really looking forward to getting back with our next episode before the trade deadline. Uh, we got to talk trades. We got to see what's happening. Uh, Jess, keep your ear to the ground. Uh, look forward to that. Polly. Why don't you finish this thing off with a little story time? All right, boys. Well, you're kind of making me a little bit hungry before what I'll talk about uh, hamburgers. So I'm going to I'm going to kind of stay on that kind of like snacky little bits and bites for this story. So excellent. Gather around, children. One of my personal favorite Stanley Cup stories is from 2017. And it's about the beloved chubby brother of Olympic gold medal hockey star, Amanda Kessel. When Phil Kessel won his second Stanley Cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins, he did what any of us would do. He brought the cup to the golf course and filled it with a few juicy dogs. This act then prompted a pretty famous photo. Trading card company, Upper Deck, immortalized the moment of the hot dog aficionado eating his favorite food out of his favorite cup by putting it in hockey card form, making it one of the most famous hockey cards out there today. 
The cherry on the top of this story, though, flip the card over, and you'll see that the back of the card features an image of Kessel and another dog in the cup, except this <laughs> type of dog was man's best friend. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's it. That's it. Wow. Two, dog, two dogs, one cup, boys. Two, two dogs, two dogs one, one card. Two dogs, one card. <laughs> How can you not love Phil the Thrill? How can oh, you not man. love God. Phil the Thrill, man? Such a great boys, guy. Boys, if you... If you got a second, just jump on your computer, look up the photo. He's got the wings flowing out of the side of his hat. Yep, He's awesome. got the shirt unbuttoned. It's yep. definitely not tucked in. Not at the all. The cup is stuffed with hot dogs. This is yep. just classic. Phil then, Kessel. Uh, yeah. You got to love. You got to love this. What a legend. Yeah, well, he done, might. Boys. Maybe he'll. Maybe he'll end up in a in a Leafs jersey at the deadline. Jess, you bring him back. <laughs> Phil the thrill. We could use him. We could use him, boys. Uh, we we need him. Maybe defenseman first, but no, boys. Great to see you guys. Great to do this. Yep. Miss you guys. Yep. Uh, keep your heads down in Hong Kong. We're thinking about you guys over there. And uh, boys, Singapore is open for business. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, stay hey, safe hey, hey, out hey. there. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Peace Jess. Out, boys. Thanks, Polly. Adios. That was across goes. the pond, and that's a wrap. Thank you once again to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group. AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant, Felix & Co., Psalm Sleep, and Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. And of course, our head honcho here at Sunset Studio, Mr. Paul McLean. Folks, if you want to reach out, send in a question or a comment to AcrossThePondHK.com or find us on social media at AcrossThePondHK. Oh, Jess is gone already. Just oh my god, he's like he's, he's like, got a date bump, tonight. No buys, no nothing. See ya. We started talking about hot dogs and he was already boiling. <laughs>